Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 246. Video is important. Like we're getting clear signs every single day that if we're not using video for our businesses, we better start. Like think about it. Instagram's IGTV and stories, both video heavy, Facebook Live, YouTube and more. They're all video centered and these strategies can be used to reach your ideal clients. But showing up on video is tough. There's actually a really funny moment in this interview where Sunny talks about going live and I imagine the three, two, one, and I just get a pit in my stomach. And we might feel comfortable about posting a selfie after doing some editing or applying our favorite filters and presets, but video, I mean, it is a lot harder to show up for our audience in that way. So today's guest, Sunny Leonard Doozy, is nearly a decade in with experience in creating a thriving brand using video. She uses social media and video marketing. She's worked on some really big projects and she's seen big results for companies and entrepreneurs alike. She also has a training program called YouTube for Bosses. And so she was the perfect guest to have on to talk about video. When I wanted to dig into the struggle of feeling comfortable on camera for selfish reasons, really. I know I could use some help in this area. I knew that Sunny would show up and bring so much actionable advice for this audience. And so today is going to be a treat. Doesn't it feel corny to say lights, camera, action? Because guess what? I just did it. I said it anyway. So here we go. We are rolling live with my friend, Sunny Leonard Doozy. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. 
Thanks to HelloFresh for supporting Gold Digger. HelloFresh shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. For $80 off your first month, go to HelloFresh.com slash GoldDigger80 and use the code GoldDigger80. Thanks to Hello Monday from LinkedIn for supporting Gold Digger. Hello Monday is a new podcast from LinkedIn's editorial team about how to get the most from Monday and your career. Find Hello Monday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Okay, so I met Sunny almost exactly a year ago, and we were hilariously backstage in an event and just girl talking. And so, Sunny, let's continue the conversation that started almost 365 days ago, but this time it's going to be on air. I love it. I'm just going to forget about the fact that it's going to be on air for a second and just chat with you as we did. Legit. I am just so excited to have you on the show. It has been a long time coming. And today we're going to talk about all things video, especially for people like me who don't really love video. But before we dive into that, I would love for you to just tell people who you are and what you do, because I love your story. Oh, thank you. So I mean, now I'm an entrepreneur and I run a business where I empower other entrepreneurs to show up on a bigger stage and spread their messages farther using video, particularly YouTube, and create evergreen sales machines with their YouTube channels. But my beginnings were actually in journalism. And that was my mission from the time I was a little kid. I basically told my parents that once I figured out I could get paid to talk, educate, and inspire people, I was like, that's what I want to do. So I just made it my sole focus to figure that out. And I Honestly, my big dream job was to be the six o'clock news anchor in Vancouver, which is where I live. And I went to broadcasting school. One of my first gigs was actually the 2010 Winter Olympics in Vancouver and Whistler. And I was so excited because I could check it off the list and it was my big goal. And it was pretty quickly after I finished school. So I felt super accomplished, but my gut and my heart weren't really aligned with it. And it was the first moment where I kind of felt that sense of, oh, wow, logically, this has always been a goal of mine, but in my body, in my heart, in my gut, this does not really feel right. And I think that it was really the eye-opening moment that I needed to create my own path. So I'm driving down the Sea to Sky Highway and coming home from Whistler, and I decide, I'm going to start my own business. So I started my first business, which was an online magazine. And it was hilariously called If He Only Knew. It was an online magazine for men written entirely by women. I don't know who I thought I was. I was like very young at the time and was giving out dating advice to men of all ages. And it was hilarious. But I also figured out everything I needed to know, self-taught about social media and building an audience and building a list and all that stuff. So I did everything grassroots. I had a team of 10 contributors and writers that were helping support the content. I did all the back end, built the website, et cetera. And from there, because I built this audience so quickly for that website, all of these companies were like, who is this girl and how is she doing this? And it was before Instagram was even a thing. And I was using Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And so I started getting hired as a consultant. And then I would take on these social media manager roles for all these different size companies, corporations, solopreneurs, et cetera, and just loved it. Like I loved social media. And I stayed behind the scenes for about four or five years, just working from my laptop and managing my clients. And then out of pure desperation one day, 
I decided to answer my clients' questions via video because they were all asking the same things, which I'm sure many of you are able to relate to. They were asking the same things over and over again. And so I decided, okay, instead of having to go to a meeting or get on the phone, I'm just going to answer it by a video and send it to all my clients at once. So the question was about Periscope and how to use live streaming in your business. And I made the video. I put it up, didn't think anything of it because my YouTube channel was just dormant. Like there was nothing important on there. It was old family videos and like old demo reels, but nothing I used and no subscribers. And then I woke up the next day after sending it only to my clients and I had a couple thousand views. And that was this light bulb moment of like, okay, I just tapped into something kind of magical. How do I recreate this? And I treated it as a total experiment. And for one year, I decided I'll put out one video a week answering frequently asked questions and see what happens. And honestly, my entire life changed. I am like dying over the fact that you're giving out dating advice to men. First off, I have not gotten over that part of your story. But the second part of this is that you were truly just coming up with a way to respond Mm -hmm. to an FAQ and to get your information out quickly, which is kind of exactly what video allows us to do. So How are you currently using video in your life and business? And then we'll kind of talk about how you can help us to show up a little bit better in the same way. I feel like video has become a massive part of how I communicate both in my business and in my life. And I use it on a daily basis, whether it's on Instagram stories, I'm pretty much always doing stories. I also respond to most people with either an audio message or a video because I find it way easier. And there's this quote that I absolutely love. And it's basically Seth Godin saying like, no one ever gets talker's block. People always talk about writer's block. No one ever gets talker's block. And it's so true. I can talk about what I'm passionate about way easier for me than writing is. And so I just find that it's it's something that I use on a daily basis. And obviously it's a massive part of our business strategy. Truthfully, if I hadn't have started on YouTube specifically, four years ago, my business wouldn't exist today. It did change my life and change my business just from a reach perspective, a brand authority perspective, and then from a lead generation perspective as well. That is so cool. I envy you because I am somebody that doesn't love video. It doesn't feel supernatural to me. I feel like I need to show up a little bit more polished. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to just get over that because life these days is not polished by any means. But let's talk about different ways that people could start incorporating video into their business, whether it's YouTube, Instagram, IGTV, Facebook Live. What are just some ways that entrepreneurs are using video in their business? And then we can talk about how we can start to get over our Okay, fears. perfect. I really want to dive into that because I find it fascinating yes. that you of <laughs> all people are feeling... Oh, I hate oh, that's video. so interesting to me. Okay, I can't wait to dive into that in just a second. But how entrepreneurs can use it in their business on a day-to-day basis. Honestly, one of the best ways to get started is we have so many tools at our fingertips now. When I was getting started with this, there was no such thing as stories. And stories for me are the best possible starting ground because it's kind of non-committal. You can put something up and then it's gone 24 hours later. And it's that ephemeral 
style video content where there's less pressure, I guess. So I always say, if you're going to get started, start with stories and stories are an amazing way to relate to your audience and give them a behind the scenes. And I would say, Jenna, for you, that's a big part of the reason that like, I think you're so amazing on social is that I love watching your stories and seeing the behind the scenes of your life and your business. And I would say that your audience would wholeheartedly agree with that. And then the other thing is live. I love live video and live video is such an incredible way to test content. I often say to clients, like start going live and like figure out the content topics you want to do. And that's a whole process, which I'm sure we'll dive into in a bit, but figure out the content topics you want to do, put them out there in live stream settings, and you can test and gauge the audience's reaction. Based on that, then you can go and make a pre-produced video. But there are so many ways to just play around with it on a day-to-day basis. Another thing that I suggest if you're really having some fears about it is sending video messages just to your friends or through WhatsApp or whatever it might be and starting to try to respond to things on social media with a video. Just give it a shot and see how it goes for you. And here's the thing. I find it fascinating because I come from a journalism background that people do really shift when they go on camera, but you are who you are. You are an expert at what you do. And the other thing is none of it's permanent. If you screw up on video, you just delete it and start over again. So there's a funny mental shift that happens when people get on video and they think that, oh my gosh, just because this camera's around, the entire world's going to see it. And that's not really how it works. You just got to put something up, create something. And if you don't like it, you know what, just delete it and start again. I think that's such good advice. And I feel like we do have this like weird fear of like permanence. I know, especially having Conley, I'm like, I want to take just a video a day. Like, I just want to have these little snapshots of what our life looks like because I feel like photos are incredible. I'm a photographer. I obviously love photography, but there is just something so precious about noise and movement and motion that cannot be transmitted through a still photo. And that brings me to my point that I think that video is what's next. Like I genuinely in my heart of hearts believe for businesses, video is the thing that people are going to have to start committing to because in this beautiful Photoshop filtered world, video feels so much more raw. And speaking of which, you started to get pretty raw in the last year with your videos. So can you talk a little bit about your own transformation from a very like polished produced platform to kind of just more like conversational? Yeah. I mean, my journey with it, I feel like I've been one big guinea pig with this because... (laughs) Thank you. Thank you in advance. (laughs) (laughs) Because I feel like at this point, I've kind of tried it all. And the thing for me, and I think this is really encouraging, is when I started, if you go way back on any of my video content, particularly on my YouTube channel, go back to the very beginning, I came from this background of doing morning television where I had a multi-million dollar set and I had a producer and a director and I had about eight people on the floor with me making sure everything looked perfect. So the mental shift that I had to make to go to YouTube where it was just me and a camera was really difficult. And so this one story alone should show you that it's so much more about the value you're providing versus the production value. Because when I started and I was making these videos on YouTube, just like for fun, I was doing little vlogs here and there. I spent eight hours making my first five minute vlog. I cried. I didn't eat. I was so stressed (laughs) about the lighting. 
and making it look perfect and having like the perfect hair and the perfect makeup. And it tanked. All of those videos tanked pretty much. And then this video that I made for my clients that I was mentioning earlier, I hadn't washed my hair that day. I basically had no makeup on. I was sitting in front of my window in my tiny little apartment. That was the only light I had. I was using an $80 webcam and I had a stack of books as my tripod and I was wearing pajamas from the bottom half down. So that video was the video that took off. Why? Because I was speaking to one person. I wanted to make an impact on my clients by helping them get over a learning curve. And I didn't care about myself. I stopped caring about what I looked like or I sounded like, and I only focused on the value and how much of an impact I could create. And that for me was the turning point of it doesn't have to be perfect to be impactful. And I've definitely ebbed and flowed. And all of these little, like, it's, I don't know, it's like a game in my brain, I guess. And I'm sure other people can relate to this too. But once I hit 100,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel, I was like, okay, guys, time to up the ante here. Let's get this perfect looking set. Let's get this polished looking everything. And that's what we did. And we started filming again, ironically, in this multi-million dollar set in Vancouver. And those videos took a turn for the worse. And I know, and I was listening to my audience, it was because it looked too perfect. It was unrelatable. And then I went right back to shooting in my apartment. And all of a sudden, things kind of went back to normal. So people in this day and age don't want to hear from someone who's perfectly polished. They want to hear from their friend. They want to hear from someone they can actually relate to. They want to see every nook and cranny of who you are. And it is a constant kind of uphill battle, I think, for every single person. Because for me, video is one of the best growth catalysts on a personal development level because it's a mirror. You're seeing yourself and you can see when you're not being truly authentic and real. And I can see that in myself. And even this year alone, I feel like I've taken this turn into stripping off more layers. One little thing was that I used to flat iron my hair every single time I went on video. And I flat ironed my hair for basically my whole adult life, because I never wanted people to see what my hair looked like when it was curly. Even though I have very curly hair, I have really big hair. Which is insane. I love your curly hair, but okay. Whatever. Everyone's got their hangups, right? For me, curly hair was my hangup. And in journalism school, one of my teachers told me, they were like, you're going to have to do something about your hair if you really want to make it in this industry. So I had this mental programming of, I'm not good enough or worthy enough or watchable enough if I don't look right. And so I, as of August this year, decided, screw it. I am leaving my hair natural and I am going to just wear it curly and I'm going to embrace that layer of myself. So I've been doing this a long time. In jet, like overarching, I've been doing video in some way, shape or form for almost half my life. And whether that was being a journalist or an actress when I was really young or now doing what I do, I've been on video a long time and I'm still stripping away layers. So it is a constant journey, but it's understanding that the moment that you show up as who you really are, people really start to show up for you. 
I think that's so important. And and it's so hilarious because I was just talking with a bunch of women about the things that we don't like about ourselves. Like one of my friends was like, my ears stick out. And I was like, I have never noticed your ears in my entire friendship with you, which is over a decade. Never once have I thought about your ears. And I feel like that is something that happens all the time with video is it's it's that mirror, like you said, And sometimes we don't like the way the mirror looks or the way that we're being shown ourselves. So I'm curious what you think in terms of people trying to pivot more towards video, where beyond Instagram stories would be good ways to just warm up without feeling that non-committal. I love the idea of like Marco Polo or WhatsApp or something like that. Do you have any other ways that people can just start to feel a little bit more comfortable and a little less rehearsed? Yeah, I mean, I think it's funny because I feel like you kind of said it earlier. You were talking about taking the video clips of Conley, and that's a great way to get started to kind of just get comfortable with the concept of video. Because the ironic and weird thing about video nowadays is we've been doing video in some way, shape, or form our entire lives. Like, there's home videos of us when we're kids, and no one really thinks about that. And it used to be a very personal thing. So it's kind of shifting your thought process to it's now going to be public, but it's still personal for me. And so the moment you can make it that kind of an experience where it's almost like a home video recording, as opposed to this big, perfect production, it becomes a lot easier. So I think just filming more in your everyday life, even with my family, we have a WhatsApp group and we send videos back and forth. My parents, not in a million years, would feel comfortable doing video on social media. But I've had this conversation with them where I'm like, you're doing video. (laughs) You're aware of that, right? You're doing video. I can guarantee that every single person who comes across you or me is doing video in some way, shape or form in their life. They just haven't quite made it public yet. So you just have to get comfortable with it. And like I said, sending video responses via text message or via Facebook messenger or via WhatsApp or Marco Polo is awesome. I have one girlfriend who is terrified of the camera, like actually will (laughs) duck and hide, who uses Marco Polo on a daily basis. Isn't that And again, yeah, she's using video, but it's just, it's a less, I guess, a less public way of doing it. But the more you do that, the more comfortable you get with being on camera. Oh, I felt like a 60 year old no offense mom but i felt like a 60 year old when my friends were like you got to get on marco polo i was like what is this thing i was like hitting the record button and like i babe babe am i doing like what is this totally not with the times on that one but hey i'll get there it's okay so i was actually just speaking with someone who works with influencers a lot and i asked her the question like what is next in influencer marketing and video was the number one thing and i I agree. I think video is coming up not just in the influencer space, but in the entrepreneurial space. I feel like people have to start today. It's one of those things where it's like so easy to put off. I mean, I literally have a to-do list with like shoot videos at the bottom of it. (laughs) I think that where it gets messy is how do you tailor your messaging 
to reach the right people. Because when you think about it, like Sunny, you're probably serving a lot of different audiences. You're serving people who just love to follow you because you're you, you're serving entrepreneurs, you're serving YouTubers. Do you have any advice in terms of tailoring messaging so that it gets to the right people instead of being these generalized, hey guys, and you're speaking to everyone, thus you're speaking to no one? Totally. So there's a couple of elements to this, but the first one really is researching before you even record and also understanding the nature of each platform. So if you follow me, you'll probably notice that my YouTube content is definitely quality over quantity. My Instagram content, especially because YouTube, you have to think of as this evergreen machine. It's constantly working for you and your videos will work for you in perpetuity for years to come. So it is more of a commitment. So the videos that you put up there, you definitely are going to have them be of a higher value in what you're saying and content that is not timely at all. Whereas for Instagram, I put up so much content on Instagram, especially on my stories. And it's just something that comes super naturally. And I think that a lot of people are doing this and it feels more personal on Instagram. So it feels like I'm inviting you to my house and I'm showing you more behind the scenes of the business. And I'm showing you more behind the scenes of my life in general. So you can get to know me in that way. And then on things like Facebook, that is an incredible platform right now for video because with everything that happened last year with Facebook and people kind of getting freaked out, a lot of people kind of zigged when you have the opportunity to zag. So native organic video on Facebook is an incredible way to reach your audience. So even doing on your personal profile, behind the scenes videos of your life and day-to-day activities, and then on your business page, doing quick like one to two minute tutorials are amazing ways to get more reach. When you're talking about the researching portion of this and figuring out what kind of content topics to do, I often say with platforms like Facebook and Instagram, it can be a little more off the cuff. It can be a little more personal feeling. Whereas with a platform where you know that video is going to keep working for you for years to come, i.e. I have a video that is four years old and it's ranking number one, and it brings in about 300 leads a day for us for our email list. So that video is going to continue to work for me for years to come. So I like to structure it in a little bit of a different way and create content topics in a different way. So one really great place to start to get ideas, because I know that feeling of being paralyzed where you're like, what am I even supposed to talk about? You kind of start with the topics that are going to live forever, and then you can take them and create micro content everywhere else off of them. So what we'll do is we create a content topic, let's say, how to get more views on YouTube. We're going to make a video about that on my YouTube channel. That video is then going to live forever. And then what we can do is take little chunks of it, turn it into micro content that's less than a minute for my Instagram feed. And then we can do little clips of it for my Instagram stories that I can just repurpose over and over again. Or I can just even talk about it on my Instagram stories and provide one quick tip. And then I'll use my Facebook Live to draw even more attention and reach because Facebook Live is an amazing way to just show up to your audience in a bigger way than doing text or image posts. You can show up on your Facebook Live and provide one bonus tip that you didn't share in that evergreen piece of content. So that's kind of how I structure it is how I use all the platforms. It's not reinventing the wheel by any means. It's creating a master list of things that you know you can teach and you're really good at and you're great at talking about. And then taking that list and having one home base for it and then having offshoots where you can create little micro pieces of content from there. But what I like to say with video too is like give yourself a life jacket. So don't just go in the deep end and expect to swim. (laughs) So give yourself a life jacket, meaning 
as I mentioned earlier, live video is a great place to start. Start doing live videos, start playing around with content, go live on Instagram, do a little tutorial, do a little Q&A session, see what questions are coming up. And that's going to help you add to that master list of content that you know will be able to work for you for years to come. And when it comes to scripting, no matter what kind of video you're making, whether it's blog, entertainment, personal, or a tutorial or review of some kind, it really all follows the same structure. So I created something called the hot script formula to kind of help people get over the hurdle of creating video content. And it stands for hook outcome testimonial, sequential steps, and then your call to action. That's really all you need to know. So you just have that as a template and you hook people in with, let's say it's how to get more views on YouTube. I'd say right off the bat, by the end of this video, you're going to know how to get more views on YouTube. The outcome is at the end of this video, you're actually going to be ranked number one on YouTube by following the formula that I'm going to share with you. The testimonial is I've helped over 3,000 people use this process to get to from zero to 100,000 subscribers in less than a year, something like that. Then sequential steps of what they need to know. Then a call to action. Where do you want to send people? And that's a huge part, especially for entrepreneurs. Where do you want to send people after your video? You don't want to just have them watch and then not nurture that relationship because video is an amazing way. I would say it's the best way to build the know, like, and trust factor. So if you can get people from the video onto your email list or from the video into your Facebook group or from the video to your website, get them somewhere where you can remain friends and you can remain in each other's circles so you can continue to just nurture the relationship until eventually they're going to become a buyer. Over the course of a lifetime, the average person spends more than 115,000 hours at work, 13 years in the office total, and finding ways to make the work more rewarding and fulfilling and enjoyable is so important. Those 115,000 hours are valuable. Hello Monday is a new podcast from LinkedIn's editorial team that dives into the role work plays in our lives to help you fight the Sunday scaries and get ready for the next week, month, and year ahead in your career. Hosts Jesse Hempel and Caroline Fairchild sit down with featured guests from LinkedIn's 590 million professionals across the world to explore business and practical insights that you can apply to your own career. This series goes beyond the office to discuss work and life and that gray area in between. Whether you're five hours into your first job or you have just 500 left until retirement, you'll be ready to take on Monday and the rest of the work week with all of the knowledge to make your career work for you. Find Hello Monday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. For today's episode, I've teamed up with one of my favorites, HelloFresh. They're offering every gold digger $80 off your first month when you go to HelloFresh.com slash golddigger80 and use the code golddigger80. HelloFresh does all the meal planning, shopping, and prepping so you can focus on your family, your business, and you. Fresh pre-measured ingredients and easy-to-follow six-step recipe cards with pictures are delivered to your doorstep each week in a special insulated box. All meals come together in 30 minutes max, call for less than two pots and pans, and require minimal cleanup. I love that Drew and I don't have to worry about grocery shopping or meal planning, especially now that we have Conley. And instead, we can just sit down and enjoy a meal of chili loaded sweet potatoes like we did last night and have more family time together. Get out of that recipe rut and start cooking outside of your comfort zone by discovering new delicious recipes with HelloFresh. For $80 off your first month, head to HelloFresh.com slash golddigger80 and use the code golddigger80. Oh, That was like mic drop, but don't actually drop the mic because we're still going. But holy cow, I had so many aha moments while you were doing all that and saying all that. Like, 
first things first, we do exactly what you're describing with the podcast. So we do this interview and then we take little splices and use them in different places to drive the traffic like that. I mean, that's already happening. So why would it look any different with video? I feel like, duh, hello. A lot of us are already doing that. I mean, whether it's creating a blog post and then posting about that blog on your other social media and just repurposing. What a beautiful way to do that. Another thing is exactly what you just described with like the hook and using call to actions and all that. That's exactly how we should be using social media in general. What are you showing up to do? How are you doing it? Why should I believe you? And what do you want me to do about it? That's like, I mean, that is the formula for just about anything. So duh, hello, Eureka. And just like having, you know, having a bigger purpose, like impact. I think a lot of times where people skip through Instagram stories or things like that, it's like, well, what is the point of this? Like I've been trying to do a better job on Instagram stories of one, just talking like I'm talking to a friend, but two, telling people what I'm about to talk about so that if they have zero interest in it, like skip ahead without feeling guilty about it, you know? So, I mean, come on, Sunny, like this isn't rocket science, but it feels like it sometimes when we're thinking about a new platform. Yes. And I think what you just said is very indicative of how to make this whole process easier. Like we were talking about earlier, when it comes to filming videos for your friends and family, like no problem, doesn't really matter. And that's a trick that I actually learned in broadcasting school. And I teach people all the time. You're not speaking to 1 million people when you make a video. You're speaking to one person. So focus on that. And I actually, when I was getting started making videos and to get really comfortable with it, and this is a little trick everyone should steal, I would either visualize in my brain my best friend that I was talking to them, or right above my camera, I would put a picture of someone who was the closest person in my life who I can just have a friend conversation with. And that helps you get over that hurdle of, oh my gosh, this is going to be seen by thousands and thousands of people. I'm just going to freeze right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, I mean, I am like a huge believer in like testing things out and trying different things. And I have seen like insane results from just doing tutorials, like whether it's skincare or how I make my smoothies in the morning, like both of those are like the silliest things ever. But a lot of times people just want to see the steps or the process. And I feel like a lot of times we show up on video with the finished product or with like a very roundabout version of how we got there where people want to see those like imperfect moments or like how each step combines to create that end result, which is exactly why video is awesome. Exactly. Well, and so we kind of coined this like really funny term for my methodology and it's called the sunny system, like the solar system. And, (laughs) and this also applies across platforms. Doesn't matter where you're posting. If you're doing a podcast or you have a YouTube channel or you're super big on Instagram, doesn't matter. It shows you that like you have one hub. That's the place where you put like your main piece of content, that one hub is the center of the universe and it starts to build everything else. And I know you're a testament to this as well, but for me, when I started consistently creating content on YouTube and quality content that was of value, answering people's questions, when I stopped caring so much about what I looked like and sounded like and just showed up to provide value, insane things happened. In my first month, I got an email from the head of social media of NATO and they invited me to come and speak to the CIA, the FBI, NASA, the UN and NATO in Brussels about video and how to use it 
as a government agency. So that was in one month because they found me through YouTube and they were like, hey, she knows how to talk about this stuff. That's awesome. All of my speaking engagements have come from my YouTube channel. All of my press opportunities have come from my YouTube channel. Every single customer that's come into our sphere in building a multi-million dollar business has come through video. Like it all relates back to this one hub content and same for you with the podcast. That one hub content is kind of building everything else. So I think a big hurdle for people with video is like, oh my gosh, it's so much work. Oh my gosh, I need to get the best camera in the world and I need to have all of the things and look perfect. No, you don't. All you need to do is show up with your value bombs and share them. And these incredible things will start happening. I love that. So do you sell it to me straight? Like, is an iPhone enough to like, just get started? Like, is that actually enough to like, start pushing videos out into the world? I believe it is because, well, first of all, that's how I started, but, and I was doing that until I hit 50,000 subscribers, legitimately using a stack of books as my tripod until 50,000 subscribers. I believe in like no tech, no problem. So like the less tech you need, the less of a hurdle you're going to have in starting to do this. And you would be amazed. And I'm sure we've all seen these. There are some videos out there that are complete crap quality but they work like a freaking charm because people are more interested in what you have to say and how much you can give them a solution to their problems or an answer to their questions than they are about the lighting and how great you look. They're not really interested in that. They're just interested in what they need out of it. Well, it's funny too, because like, I'm sure you do the same, but I love to follow other marketers and just kind of see like, oh, how are they launching or what are they doing? And there's just a recent launch by an amazing woman and she has an entire studio and production team and everything. And her ads for her program were all shot on her iPhone, just her talking to the camera where it's like authenticity is winning these days, which is such a beautiful thing. And it was just insane to me because I was like, she literally could do anything And this is probably what's working the best because it just felt like someone was talking to me as a friend that was meeting me where I'm at, which is, you know, sweatpants and minimal makeup, if any, and just kind of trucking through life, walking and talking, you know? And so it's just, it's cool to me to see that uptick in just showing up, just showing up as you are, which I think is so cool. Well, I think that also leads back to the idea of like, when you show up as who you truly are, and again, my curly hair reference, which seems really trivial, but the moment I stopped showing up with this perfectly manicured hair was when all of these people came out of the woodworks and were messaging me across platforms being like, my hair looks like yours. What products do you use? It creates this relatability factor. And I think for me, the amazing thing about video is that it really does create this insanely devoted audience. It builds brand ambassadors for the rest of your life because they believe you when you show up on video, they are looking into your eyes. And so even in that sense too, when I'm talking about this whole system it creates where you're building press opportunities and you're building speaking opportunities and you're building a list out of it, the crazy thing about that is that it all then drives back to your content again. So it's like this full circle moment of creating this tribe of people who are so dedicated to you and bought into what you're doing because you've showed up to help them they are then going to show up to help you. And I know you've also experienced this as well. A hundred percent. So let's just say I'm an entrepreneur and I have a small business that I'm just trying to get off the ground. I'm listening to this episode and I'm like, okay, Sunny has convinced me I need video. What is the first video I should just hit record on and do? Definitely some kind of FAQ, honestly. 
I, that is where I started, but that's also where most of our clients see the most success because that's what people want. They want help. <laughs> and there, there's a loneliness epidemic out there where people are just like, I want to find someone I can relate to who can actually help me with something. And that's really where I would start. So I have two things that you can do right away that's going to help you kind of get started with creating that first video. One thing is FAQs. So pay close attention. I keep a list in my phone, just in my notes of questions I get asked on the regular, and then they become video topics. But the other thing is sit down and create a master list. So the master list is everything that you've mastered that you could totally teach somebody else. And if they can cross-reference between FAQs and that master list, boom, you have a great video topic. And what I would do is I would just start by creating that video on your Insta stories or your Facebook stories. That would be the first place I would start or go live. Those are the only options. Don't go for big, huge commitment and try to create this crazy pre-produced video. I would just do it in a really sort of like off the cuff way just to get used to the formula, get used to actually putting your knowledge out there and get used to talking about the topic in a way that seems streamlined and easy to digest for the audience. You know, it's funny when you said the words go live, I like saw in my head the like three, two, one, and I like got a pit in my stomach. <laughs> I'm sure uh, you're not alone on that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's like, it's like a CrossFit workout. Like they tell you the workout, you're all ready to go. And then you hear the like beep, 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 like it's about to begin and you feel like you're going to pee your pants. Like, I mean, without fail. It's just one of those things, but it's so cool. I was thinking about this before I jumped on with you. I did a little meetup in Maui with a bunch of entrepreneurs and somebody asked me, they were like, what is the next thing in business? And I said, without a doubt, I think it's video. I think we're seeing it across the board. We've been seeing it like this is nothing new. It's, it's not like I'm looking into a crystal ball. Like it has been happening for the last year or so. But I also see even on Instagram as an influencer, so many more companies, they want Instagram stories versus static posts. And I feel like the algorithm is favoring people that are using stories and being active and responding. You know, what are different things that people could start just sharing little clips of that would help them develop their brand in a different way? Ooh, that's a good question. So I think, are you talking about specifically Instagram stories? I mean, yeah, I feel like 15 seconds, I can commit to that. <laughs> I, I can get Absolutely. in on this. The three, two, one live thing, I'm not no, there that's yet. That's okay. I'll so get let's there. start with stories. <laughs> I think that is probably the best starting ground. So there's a couple different verticals of things that you can share in your stories to really help people get to know you better, relate to you better, and then also see you as an authority. The first thing is doing these sort of mini trainings. And I do this quite often on my stories where I'll break down a step-by-step process and use just like simple... I like use the black background on my Insta story and I'll be like, step one. And then I do a 15 second clip of what that first step is. Step two, 15 second clip. And you do it in the exact same way where you're kind of hooking people in and then you're giving them a breakdown of what they need to know. Doesn't need to be pre-produced. You just hold your phone out in front of you and you start doing it that way. The other thing that you can share, which I do a lot of as well, is weaving in testimonials and credibility from other people. So how have you helped and supported people already? And if you're just getting started in your business and you feel like you don't have a ton of those testimonials, that's okay. You don't need to worry about it too much. You can start by building your authority by creating these little tutorials. And then from those, people will say, oh my gosh, I just implemented that tip you shared with me and this is what happened. Then you can start sharing those on your story as well. So ask people. Another thing is polls. I do polls all the time and it's a great way to kind of 
figure out what your audience wants from you and to tap into them and say, if I were to create a tutorial on my Instagram story for you, what do you want me to talk about? And I can guarantee you're going to get a lot of feedback and responses from those using the question stickers or using something like a poll feature to do an either or option. So there's so many things that you can do with especially with the functionalities and the, and the built-in stickers within Instagram stories. It's so much fun and you can have so much fun with it to create authority building content by providing value, creating tutorial or testimonial based content to really prove that you know what you're talking about. And then also just tapping in and pulling your audience, which is such a huge feature of Instagram that I don't think any other platform does as well as they do it. So using all three of those things together will give you a lot of content to be able to tap into right off the bat and start putting out there. Yeah. And can I give like a funny tip about that is if you're feeling like nobody's going to ask you any questions, just ask yourself the questions that people ask you all the time. Like just answer those. Cause I feel like sometimes people are like, Oh my God, my mom's (laughs) going to be the only person to respond. And she's going to ask me what I'm having for dinner. Like just get on and share about the things you're passionate about. Like, I feel like we're always just waiting for like permission and it's like, just start putting it out there and people can either swipe on by and ignore you or guess what? They can probably watch and you know what? They probably will. Yes. I I actually have like, I also think it's hilarious that you just asked me if you can share that. I'm like, I'm on your show. You do whatever you want. Um, But the other thing for that too, which I always tell people who are just getting started, who feel that way when they're like, no one has a question for me. No one asked. What I do is that's another research element. And that's why I always say research before you record, because there's so many ways that you can go about doing this to feel totally confident about what you're going to share. What I do is I go to other people in my space who have a very similar audience to the one I'm trying to attract. And I look at their most recent content. I'm like, okay, well, what are they talking about that's getting a ton of positive feedback. Cool. I'm going to take that and create my own positive spin on it. And it's not copycatting because you're providing it in your own unique way with your own unique intel. So figuring out what's happening in your space, what are trending topics? What are things that are going off in the news right now in your space that you could talk about? Or what are some tutorials that have really gone nuts and gotten a lot of engagement for other people in your space that you could provide an additional piece of value to? Mm-hmm. I love that. I think we just got to just hit record. You know, we got to look that three, two, one in the eyes and go. <laughs> <laughs> Show it a boss. You really do. I think that's the thing. And it honestly, it just gets easier and easier and easier yes. with time. It really, yes. really does. I love that. Well, maybe I'll start sending you Marco Polos to get my head in the game. But I think that video is going to be something you'll be seeing a lot more of from me, from other influencers, and definitely, I hope, in your own business as well, because I just... There's just something so beautifully raw that you feel, it just feels more intimate, more connected, and more exciting. And Sunny, you have been the perfect person to walk us through this. So where can everybody connect with you, follow you, learn about what you do, and just become fans of The Sunny Show? <laughs> oh, thank you. Best place to go is SunnyLeonarduzzi.com. And then I'm super active on Instagram at SunnyLeonarduzzi. And my YouTube channel has so many tutorials to help you with all of this stuff. And that's just youtube.com slash Sunny Leonard. Amazing. I told Sunny before I came on the show, I quick grabbed Conley in between interviews and was snuggling her and I sang a song. I'm going to talk to Sunny Leonard Doozy. I'm going to talk to Sunny Leonard Doozy. So if anything, you will not forget her name anytime <laughs> soon. Sunny, thank you so much for your time and all of your expertise. I'm so excited to see everyone doing videos. And hey, maybe we should leave our 
listeners with a challenge. What do you say? Ooh, I think that they have to that. record a video of themselves where they're listening to this episode and tag us in it. So whether you're on the subway or you're out for a walk, don't record while you're driving, please. But once you are safely parked, but maybe record a little video and just say, hey, guys, I just tuned in to this episode and this is me getting on video and we would love to see it. And I know I would like totally want to share that because I think a lot of people need to just hit record and put it out there. What do you think? And I, and I love that. And I think that also you need to know we've got your back. Like I am such a fan <laughs> of everyone who just puts themselves out there and gets over that hurdle. And I will cheerlead you to no end. So I know that both Jen and I would love to see that happen. So yeah, highly recommend you take us up on that challenge. Awesome. Let's do it. It's the Sunny Jenna challenge. Can you do it? <laughs> Are you in? All right, gold diggers. This was a good one. I hope that you learned so much. And thank you so much, Sunny, for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. It was an honor. Okay. I hope you're feeling like empowered like I am. Like I'm ready to just get online (laughs) and record some videos thanks to Sunny's tips. I think she is just brilliant when it comes to this. And she just has this approach that feels authentic and it resonates with me. Like when I see her, I do feel like I'm just watching a friend. I don't know about you guys, but video is just one of those things that's just so hard to wrap my head around. I know I need it, but it's one of those things that sits on the to-do list at the very bottom. I've been working on it. And let me say, like, let me lead you in showing up when you're not ready, when you're imperfect, because I feel like that's all I do in life and in business And I'm just so grateful that Sunny came on to share that expertise. I know I'm walking away feeling a little bit more encouraged to go live and a lot more excited to get on things like Instagram stories to share the behind the scenes of what's really going on in our world. I hope that you guys take us up on our challenge that we gave to you. Make sure you tag us so that we can follow up and say thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And I really hope that I get to see your face online in a video. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.